Hello everybody, this is a special message to inform you that this month we're having a spooky Spooktober Spooktacular. That's right, three whole episodes of the Whitefish Weeps Club in a single month, all relating to the spooky atmosphere of the season. So look forward to it with this episode of Spirited Away and our next episode of Inspector. Farewell, ghosts and ghouls. <laughs> uh, that's my best spooky noise. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Free Food for Weebs Club. I'm your host, Cobra. I'm Mason. Don't eat the food. And, and I'm Taylor. I'm also going to say you, you probably shouldn't eat the food. I, I get, okay, there's no opening, really. No. The movie just no. opens with them driving. So I guess we should just hit the closing super quick, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, if you want, it's cute. I'm not, I'm not a fan. It didn't really feel thematic to me. Yeah, I mean, this isn't like it. It didn't feel like an overarching kind of theme. It didn't feel like it had any sort of significance to what what we just watched. You and know, it's not my style of music at all. I didn't think it was bad. Uh, I just didn't have any sort of significance to it. Yeah, like same. It felt like any typical movie closing, whereas. Or even, but it, it, you know, obviously it's a little more because it's not just wall of text being scrolled in front of your face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like that, that was the feeling that I had basically a similar feeling when I watched it. Yeah. While we're on it though, I would like to say like th- it, that is very like, like the antithesis of the rest of the score because i thought the rest of the score is fantastic i pretty much agree mm-hmm. actually yeah i very much agree because i'm remembering some of the music when the, like there's the parts of it where yeah where i was just like i was blown away by like just the just the themes that were going on in the background during certain events i remember really liking the the music when uh haku is in his dragon form and the paper yeah is- yeah. I remember really liking the music. In that the was the big one that that I remembered. Um, another one was when she was, when she was like on Haku's back, flying back from uh, Granny's. Oh, also mm-hmm. the th- also the music when they're cleaning up the river spirit that they think is a garbage spirit. Yeah. There's a fair bit of good music here. Yeah, there's a, I, I like I said I really like the the actual score to the to the movie. Yeah, it, it definitely is just very. It's really good. I don't think there's anything else really to say about it. Like, you know? Yep, yep. Okay. This anima- the animation this is fucking wild. It's all over the place, and I love it. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like just, you know, it, it's it's Ghibli. They're famous for their, like, stylization, but this is, like, ultra-stylized. Especially uh, yeah. with, like, the, the, like, extra surreal things, like, like Granny and everything. And no face and all yeah, that. Yeah, the spirits. I was disappointed at first uh, when the... Like, the village was first turning into night and the spirits were coming out. All of them were, like, shadow people. Yeah, I was... And I was I really was... worried that they were all going to be shadow people like that and we wouldn't see any really cool designs. But once you get to the bathhouse, weirdly, they're, like, all filled in. You get to see, like, frog people. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't, uh, Kimaji, who's, like, the multi arm guy who's running everything down there along with the soot spirits and oh yeah the the boiler man yes yeah yeah and you get to see all the really cool spirits the heads like they they, for some reason i don't i guess because it it was to like 
it would be ridiculous to try and fill that whole area. Uh, they they just had the shadow people in the main village until you get to the bathhouse. But thankfully, it is a very beautiful cast of like spirits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but that that is interesting still though that it it really feels like only really the bathhouse, or I guess since she's over there, it she's more attuned to it so they don't appear a shadow that could be people people, but yeah i was i was thinking it was more transitory like because they're transitioning still into where they were appearing but at the same time once uh once the river spirit starts coming through the town there's still shadow people out there so Mm -hmm. yeah it it, it, or maybe it's something where like when they cross the bridge into the bathhouse that's when they gain their form that might be be when she makes him makes her eat the food so she doesn't disappear yeah, it could be a food thing. Well, but no, uh, but the river spirit's but, still going but, through after. Yeah, it was after she ate the food the first time. And no face as well uh, when they leave. But no he's kind of a blob form. too, like a black blob. Yeah, actually, when the, when he leaves, he actually kind of goes see through as well. So I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it like could just be that the, the train. It could just be that the bathhouse is the like sort of i guess area yeah, we, where they if where we they give like, corporeal dig form. into a reason that could be a reason for sure yeah because it's possible just because what's interesting too is all the spirits but... when they come across they basically look like an oh i'm gonna have to look this up because it reminded me of the thing um oh god breath of the wild Oh God! Here we it, go. It, it, listen, it was a Legend of Zelda thing. It was the first thing I thought of, but I don't know what the fuck those people are, or what that like. The tribes. Yes, what that tribe? What that tribe is fucking called? But it was that tribe. The Hillichurls. No, no. Just Genshin. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it was it was a whole like it, it's the tribe that. Oh God, damn it! We're gonna lose all nine of our listeners when I say this, but. It's weird because everyone references Breath of the Wild a lot, and it. I have. Well, that's not entirely true. I have never played and enjoyed a Zelda game or given a shit about playing them really. So I have a fifty-fifty on all Zelda games because some of them I love, some of them I hate. I fucking hate Breath of the Wild. I think that Breath of the Wild is a very much a like kind of a normie lover, like a normie loving Breath uh, Zelda game. Kind of like it feels how Skyrim like... is a normie level. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like it, RPGs, it, it, it like is Skyrim basically is like, the normie. like no, all the people that play Skyrim, very few of them have played Oblivion or Morrowind or anything like that, right? Yeah, like yeah, it it is basically they're fucking, like uh, normie or I, I normie's Skyrim. a little mean. I guess like modern like no, only, I, I would they don't say, have appreciation for classics. I would say generalist like Skyrim lost. It, oh, we're getting, so, we're well, someone topic. without Skyrim, like the body count that we have, I guess, on games. <laughs> Skyrim lost a lot of its RPG elements and a lot of like the good shit from Fallout Three, even in terms of like choice and consequence, but mm-hmm. to appeal more to like a general audience. Well, I, I think that's more of an Elder Scrolls thing. I think Skyrim did feel very Elder Scrolls. I think it's, it has a lot more in common with Oblivion. And and uh, Morrowind, like it, it's a different series from Fallout. The, well, like those games n- never really had the really same sort of systems Chica. that Fallout had. I mean, more in terms of design philosophy, because I also think Fallout Four is not a Fallout game in a lot of ways. Yeah, no, Fallout Four is definitely super different from Skyrim, even though I'd say I don't know. 
I think it's her. I, I, I don't. I don't have. I, I am. Un, I'm unable to really. Uh, I don't like comparing, like Elder Scrolls and Fallout because I don't think there's actually that many similarities to it. And even in the design of it, I think the I think the game system. I think the games. You know. Yeah, I know he directed both like the stories, but like the actual game systems are so astronomically different. Mm-hmm. I I think they were between like three and Skyrim slash Oblivion, but I mean I, Fallout Four even took on the whole like the more you do it, or did it? No, it didn't. You're kind of right. No, Never mind. I'll take no, that back. No, it had it had a raw level up skill point system. I, I just did like the other Fallout semi like Skyrim system of like the more you do a thing, the better you get at it. But it did get that. Fucking that's annoying. an El- that's an Elder Scrolls system though. That's always oh, okay. been in those games. That's in it, all of them. Oblivion's the same way. Like you literally have to jump in Oblivion to increase your acrobatic skill. Okay, but that's you have shit. to keep jumping in page. <laughs> that was what I was going to yeah, say. I agree, but it's there. Like that's how those systems work. But um, okay. so I th- I think it has the, a lot more in common. The, 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 the Yiga, yeah, it's the it's the Yiga clan. That's Yiga. So, yo, yeah. we can't. Yiga. You can't say that. Y I G A, the Yiga clan. Yes. What's up, my Yiga? Uh, but um, but to to <laughs> go back to to yeah yeah, please cut that. Um, how important is it? I cut that. Very. <laughs> I'm not gonna cut it. All right. Whatever. Um, Can we talk about Spirited Away? But uh, no, I want to go back to Mason's point that he talked about Breath of the Wild because I do agree with him. But I, it's also like it is basically now the gateway into the mainstream gateway, I guess. Now into Legend of Zelda because hopefully it. There was a long time between games, between yeah. good games. Hopefully it you know entices people Fun to go back platforms. and play. The older games. I did not like Majora's Mask. That's the only uh, Link game I tried to well, play. I did not. Yeah, like you're it. you're wrong about that one too. But like, even Twilight Princess on the fucking Wii or GameCube or whatever was still like fucking S tier. The only Legend of Zelda game I, I like is Super Wii. Smash Brothers. I, I've played. So I've really only played Breath of the Wild. I got Skyward Sword, and I played like the one where like the but you can play with four people that you got on like the DS, like Link and the Four Swords, I think, or whatever. Are the only Legend of Zelda games that I've played. Yo, my my. The only one Super... I played on handheld was Phantom Hourglass, and I actually like that one. Where is Super Smash Brothers Brawl in the Metal Gear Solid canon? Uh, you know, it it is it, it's probably canon. It's hard to say. They did fight in Shadow Moses. That's the level. It's not a very good level, unfortunately. I saw Snake try to hide in that box, and just like in the action, <laughs> they're fucking uh, uh, completely erased. Fuck that box. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I think I told y'all the reason I picked this one is because I watched the ending of it when I was seven. Mm-hmm. Just the ending. Yes. Define the ending, like when they're falling okay. out of the sky, or no? Like... Uh, I listen, dude. I was seven, so I'm, di- yeah. I'm giving you my best. I'm memory. just curious at what the cutoff is at this point. I remember that her parents were pigs, and she had to go pick from the pig set. Okay. And I remember, like, them getting to the car and driving away. That's all I remember. So, like, the last, like, what, 15-ish minutes? Maybe It may have been more, dude. Again, it was so many years. It was like the, yeah, it was like the last 10 minutes of the actual screen time. That's the, those are the bits that stuck in my mind, though. It could have been more. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that gives us a rough area of around. So yeah, so you basically didn't watch the movie until now, right? I was exposed to it, but I hadn't watched it. I was yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. okay yeah. With that in mind, uh, I should not have been able to watch this movie at seven. This movie is a horror movie. Yeah, when the dragon came flying through the through the window, bleeding everywhere, I was like, "Oh my fucking god, what Dude, is happening?" It's not yeah. even that. It's the also like the, yeah, the demons are freaky. Like this shit would have given little me nightmares. The when the parents like, are first turning into pigs and they have like the semi pig semi human thing. Oh, yeah. that, that that's so scary, dude. Yeah, that's and, super freaky. Like me now, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is cool as shit. But then oh, yeah. I think about it like, wow, I would not watch this as a kid. Mm-mm. This would this would scare the shit out of me for weeks. And no face when he's giving everyone dirt gold and like he starts <laughs> eating people. It's yeah, he's, so... he's literally he literally starts eating people. Like, and then like <laughs> he he chases uh, uh, Chihiro through the bathhouse. It's through so bath scary, house. dude. Yeah. And then like the when uh uh. You, uh, you Baba is like trying to kill Koha, uh, Haku and her. You Baba's like, face alone would have scared mm-hmm. me as a kid. This is a horror movie. This movie is a horror movie. Yeah, that baby threatened to break her fucking arm too. Dude, this yeah, movie's dude, not that was for fucked. kids. It, it, I don't know what what is the movie rated. I need to look it up. Fuck PG. This was back in like two thousand three, two thousand one. Yeah. Back when people didn't give a shit. Back yeah. when back when the ratings were all fucked up. It's just PG. Shrek, Shrek was PG, and that they fuck a dragon in that one. They do. A donkey fucks a dragon. A donkey fucks clear. a dragon. And you see that donkey dick get unsheathed and go in that dragon. It is very, <laughs> very graphic. Yeah, I saw that in theaters, and my parents were like, "What the fuck is this?" And they had shield my eyes and take me home. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it was bad. <laughs> it was especially weird when he's getting in there and they show the donkey biting his lip and yep. they say, then they start playing hey now you're a rock star <laughs> yeah yo have you seen the musical man that shit is wild <laughs> <laughs> i really hope the people listening have seen shrek and know we're full of shit <laughs> yeah yeah please <laughs> so i i, I want to point out how weird this 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 movie opens up with though Really? Yeah, so my, the thing that I find so weird is the sort of role reversal of the parents having an insane, like, childlike wonder here. Like, they ha- like the parents are the ones with the thirst for adventure and not just, you know, wanting to go the fuck home so that they can, like, sit down after mm-hmm. their, like, long-ass car ride. Mm-hmm. And Chihiro's the one that's like, no, I just want to go home. Like, let, please, let's just go. Like, So this is bullshit hey canon, like for real, for real. But I assumed it was something to do with like how children are closer to the spirits than adults. And like the adults are more affected by like. No, yeah, that's a uh, that's bullshit head canon. <laughs> okay. You th- so you think like the adults are more affected because they don't have that connection to the spirits? They're more affected by the trap of the food. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No? Okay. It wasn't a trap, though, like, because they they didn't want them to eat all the food. They just sat down and started eating it. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Because I mean, they were specifically upset that they did that. 
it's also and that was why they these, returned to pigs in the first place. It's also weird with these things because these are yokai, so this could be like some weird Shinto reference. I don't know, or like connected to a fable. Like I, I don't fucking know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be weird, like you're saying. It's one of those like uh. I'm so, sure it's just like yeah, it's fucky wucky Shinto like spirit stuff, you know. Yeah, so I keep uh, I keep trying to say his real name. I guess it's fine because people are supposed to watch the shows before we talk about him. But I keep trying to I treat almost saying Haku's name is Kohaku. Kohaku, right? mm-hmm. yeah. But his full name is I think there's a fuck up in the translation here. So she says his name is Kohaku River, right? Yeah, yeah, I, and, then, and the yeah, I see I see the uh, the actual full translation. The translation Kohaku be, Nushi. It says it's Nushi, shouldn't it? Be it says Kohaku Nushi. Yeah. It's not Kohaku it says Kohaku Nushi. Okay. It's supposed to mean white dragon. That's what it says. Okay. But for some reason they say river. Which is why I assumed his name would be Kohaku Kala. But I guess not. Yeah, because he fell in the Kohaku River. Mm-hmm. Haku's the spirit of the river. And yeah, I guess they just ignore the whole dragon part other than his appearance in the translation. Yeah, it must. But that's another thing that doesn't, it's kind of a weird, I like there's some things you couldn't translate. I like it a lot. Like how yeah. uh, Chihiro's name, they call her Sin, which is the word for 100, I think? Or yeah, sorry, 1,000. It's the word for 1,000. Because he, uh, she just takes one of the kanji from her name. To, it yeah. calls her that. Yeah. But you can't translate that very well. So I think most people probably didn't understand it. Yeah, right? because... It, yeah, because Sen could also be pronounced Chi. Uh-huh. But, like, that can't be translated well. Because, Mason, no. if we took your name... Like, let's say she took well, AS from your name as, in, as English, right? And yeah. she was going to call you as. It would still be as in English, no matter how you want to say it, because we don't have, like, kanji, so she couldn't take A-S and then call you, you know, uh, Sal. Yeah. So you can't translate certain things like that. Yeah. I, I'm not, this isn't a complaint or anything, it's just interesting. Uh, I love the fickle, uh, the fickle little soot boys, how she helps one of them <laughs> with the coal. And then they all, <laughs> like, yeah. dump their load, their fucking, <laughs> uh, their workload on her. She's just, they just want to be freeloaders, and then yeah. <laughs> and then Kimaji has to like get on their asses or tells them they're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how they just like hide her. If shoes. you don't work, you'll turn back to soot. I love how they just like hide her shoes, just like wherever, or actually they hide everything of hers. Basically, safe, yeah. yeah. I think I really like this movie. Uh, I don't. We'll get to it, but I think the part I like the least about this movie is like the last 15 minutes, maybe 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, that's that's kind of when, that's kind of when I have some, some things, but it's nothing like major. <clears throat> like the movie's insanely long, right? It's a, it, mm-hmm. it's a solid two hours, but it feels like everything has to be wrapped up in the last 15, 20 minutes. It, it definitely did feel kind of like rushed a Wizard little of bit. Us? Kind of, yeah, like, kind of. Like they get to the wizard and the wizard fixes everything. Yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, 
because because the story I was kind of enjoying, and then it just kind of oh shit, we got fifteen minutes of time left. We got to wrap this shit up, you know. And to be honest, I still like it. Uh, it's just it feels again, it feels a lot like Wizard of Oz. Like they get to the wizard and he fixes everything. No face gets a home. The the girl gets yeah, just the like guy everything gets needs, wrapped like, up within like ten minutes. It's super weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which... Oh, and she just randomly figures out Kohaku's name. Yeah, the baby, the bird. Uh, I kind of like the baby it... and the bird. Yeah, I like the baby and the bird too. But like, that's another. That's just part of it, you know. Like everything gets wrapped up. Like we, like we think that we're kind of at this climax. We're like, oh, we have a, we have a, like a real villain here, and then it turns out, oh yeah, she was really nice, and I really like, I really like Granny, the, the nice, you know, sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Z- yeah, Zaniba. Yeah, but it, yeah, it was super weird because they didn't really allude too much to like her experience of falling in the river earlier. Like they alluded to it once when she's actually like with the river god, right? That and that was like it. There's no other allusion to it at any other point during during it. And then suddenly, yeah, now she's like, oh, yeah, I fell into a lake when I was young. And I guess the other illusion could be like, oh, yeah, I've known you since you were small. What, which Haku said at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Oh, the final there test. Wasn't, there wasn't too much to really, like, <clears throat> give the the watcher, like, a chance to figure it out either. Yeah. The final test also feels really pointless. Super pointless. I guess it's just one last Yababa being a bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, because she's, like, the whole time, it's sort of weird because, like, she's made out to be horrible to Haku, but not so horrible to Chihiro, but, yeah, she's kind of horrible, but but not horrible. It's just a super, like, weird, like, on-the-balance-beam kind of issue. Yeah, because like, she's like you find like you find that she's literally controlling Haku the whole time through like that weird like sludge thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like she's willing to just dispose of him when he comes in bloodied and beaten. Like he just she just like accepts like yeah well he'll be dead soon fuck it right yeah uh and is willing to just dispose of his ass right there. Uh, which feels. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, it feels odd because she has control over him at that point. He's a fucking dragon. Like, yeah. I mean, but she why? can always, but she can always get a replacement. I say in air quotes. A replacement dragon. I, I mean, mean I get what you're saying. Spirit. No, apprentice dragon you. spirit. Yeah. Like, like she could, like, because basically, if someone asks for a job, she has to give it to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it. Uh, I don't she, know. She just meant to but be I mean, antagonist. but she just doesn't care about anything either. Because think about it. I, she's just like no, 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 well, no, 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 no. Antagonist, really? Yeah, but no, she doesn't even care for the baby because when the baby is swapped with the three heads, I'm sorry. If you are a ma- other magical being of probably the same power as your sister, you y- you can't tell. Like, you can't tell. There's some fucky wucky. Like that's the way you can read that. I guess, yeah. Because it's like, it's not until afterwards she's like, where's my baby? Like, because she didn't realize it the whole time. I'm like, 
that 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 was one of my big i guess plot hole things is like i would think that you would be able to detect it somehow some way that it is like different you know homie she's running a whole bathhouse for the spirit she's a busy woman i do find it uh, there's also yeah there's another thing i find kind of weird where like the baby gets turned into the hamster right they get to the <laughs> to granny's house and granny's just like yeah you can turn back whenever the fuck you want you can do it right now and then he doesn't want to turn back because he learned he's learned the lesson of humility i think like i guess yeah he is a shithead yeah but he didn't I mean, want to just take his original form that's kind of odd well no because he's lived his whole fucking life in that room it's too dangerous yeah. for him to ever leave so he changes to the hamster and he, then he gets to leave he gets to ride a train he gets to go to this bog and meet his aunt his, uh what would it be aunt yeah I kind I kind of get that and you know? the bird I don't understand because they never give any personality or anything to the bird. The bird's the just bird's like, a little weird. The bird's it just, just, it just there becomes, to help. It just be yeah. It becomes cute when when they get transformed. I'm, you know? I mean yeah. yeah. I mean the bird like yeah. I don't even know what the original purpose of the bird was like. I guess to guide Yababa around wherever she flew. Yeah, it looked like a spy because it was hunting them at the beginning. Remember when Haku was protecting her? Yeah, it was like it was searching for her at least. Can we talk about the bathhouse a little bit? Because I love how it all works. Like, like the they have, like the pipe system. They have like the the tokens. To yeah, they have a token system. Water. They have like special baths that for special customers who are especially fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like these tons of people constantly running. You have like what appear to be recurring customers, like the Onion Spirit the the radish the radish is it radish yeah yeah okay they call him a radish spirit i just like it. it it's it's they put a lot of thought into how it actually functions it feels yeah. like even when she's running around outside you see all the pipes mm-hmm. and everything yeah i mean because mm-hmm. you are spending a good majority of your time there so you it, it definitely makes sense that it is so fleshed out and it is really nice that it is because I mean the the scenery that they provide with it is just it's it's so good. Oh, I had to look it up. The uh, Grant Granny Zaniba gives her the purple hairband, and I didn't understand why because it never serves a purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, she takes it back with her, right? Yes. It's a reminder that. It was all real kind of thing. Okay, that. I didn't need that. I never questioned whether or not it was real until I read that. I did at, I did at one point. I did at one point. Maybe. Because I, 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 so I questioned it up until we saw the car because I was like, is she, did she just like fall in the river and she's dreaming this whole thing? Like, I, I legitimately thought that was a thing. Oh, I, at I one guess. Point. Because like when she came, <clears throat> like she even came back and the parents were there. And then when I saw them, like, all the way far away, I was like, okay, maybe not. Uh, I wonder if part of that was maybe there was a trend back then of, like, the it-was-all-a-dream trope being really common, and they really didn't want that to be a concern. You know? Maybe. I mean, I... I I just felt like I didn't need that. I thought it was... uh, It's an anime. I assume it's all real from the get-go, you know? But I guess that's the difference of us watching it now versus, like, if you watched it back in, like, 2001 or even... It, it, also, just if you watched yeah. it in, in the in the early aughts, you know? 
We, we should really. Yeah, I mean it's an anime, but like you can still be, uh, it can still be grounded. Yeah. We also have to remember though that and, Ghibli and is like more yeah, we're talking audience. We are talking about Ghibli though, and it like master storyteller, very well known for it. And treating his son like shit and being a general asshole. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And Miyazaki's he, right? yeah Miyazaki himself being okay. yeah complete dickbag I guess but. Neither here nor I, there. I just, I mean, maybe it's a jaded thing for sure because, like, I never watch, you know, uh, Rising of the Shield Hero and think maybe Nalfumi's dreaming all this. No, I, like, I never run into any isekai thinking that, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to watch the Uncle one because apparently, like, when he wakes up, they tell him, "No, no, no, Uncle, you dreamed all that in the coma," and then he like uses his superpowers. <laughs> that was supposed to be really good. Hmm. Do you not know what I'm talking about, Tyler? Nope. No. I th- okay, I think it's called Oji-sama from another world. My uncle from another world. Oh! Uncle I... got into a coma, and then when he wakes up, he tells his his ne- nephew that uh, he went to another world and he fucked it up horribly. <laughs> he didn't do well, but he got superpowers, and he still has them now that he's back in the real world. But he's, like, been in a coma isekai for 10 years so he has to adjust to the to 2022 interesting it's supposed to be really good actually because when he was isekai he fucked it up like he had a sundari apparently and he didn't understand why she kept being so mean to him so he kept leaving her in towns and she kept catching up with him that's so funny (laughs) I really need to watch that one, just because I've heard so many positive things about it. Oh, it's on Netflix? Okay. That's a Netflix? Okay. Yeah, it's a Netflix one. I'm looking at it right now. Interesting. Very. I I don't know how much more I have to say before we just review. Yeah, I don't... I mean, we've pretty much talked about everything I wanted to... I wanted to hit... Like, that I had. uh, Let me go through real quick and just read, make sure I got everything. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't really think I have anything either, because it, it's just, uh, all the intermediary stuff yeah. is kind of like, meh. Oh, uh, I did want to bring up that I love that even the character's hair is used to express their emotions in certain scenes, especially with Yababa. How when she gets angry, like, her hair moves, like... Mm-hmm. Or, like, when uh, Chihiro that... gets, like, super creeped out, like, just starts yeah. standing up kind of thing. Like, they use all that to help increase the expressiveness of their characters' uh, countenances, uh, facial expressions. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was a really cool uh, artistic choice. Uh, uh, I do want to bring up... Uh, they, they were gone for like three or four days. They're going to be real fucking confused when they get home and everything's already been moved in. The movers are pissed. And the movers are still waiting for their money. Mm-hmm. I can't... I, I'm curious if, like, uh... She's gonna walk through the living room and her dad's reading a paper and then she just hears oink and turns around. <laughs> yeah, there's also no explanation as to how she can tell that none of those pigs are her parents. Well, because earlier she Kohaku takes her to the farm, and she has to remember very specifically those two. That's all it is, and she 
She's seared it into her memory, and she proves it there. That's all it is. You don't remember that? No, I, I remember that part of it, but it, it's like, I, I don't know. That kind of almost feels like a cop out. <laughs> Not really. I guess, yeah. Like, I kind of agree. It, it, it's kind of a cop out for it. Even then, I thought like, there's no way you can remember. Like, like, but but that could have been something to like signify like the bandwidth as well that that she gets. You know, like it that's helps her be able to determine like, oh, yeah, no, none of these are real. None of these are my parents. Like maybe it's like sight or something. May something like you know. Something other than to remind her that, like, if she, had, if oh, she this had is real. Them, like, yeah, because like there really is no, no real rhyme or reason other than the fact that, like, oh, she burned it into her memory. Like, mm-hmm. mm. yeah, we know when the second time she went, she couldn't even tell the difference. Yeah, with when she went there with the medicine ball, she couldn't fucking tell. But that was a dream, though. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's right. Know. That one was a dream. Yeah, a that's nightmare. right. But still, yeah, like... There were, there were no differences between those pigs either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I don't disagree. I'm just, like, it... it I don't know. It was a 50-50 and she won. Like, that's how I'm taking it, you know? I mean, it wasn't, though. Like, the character remembered them, yeah. And did it, no, those were right. Okay. I'm ready to review if y'all are. Yeah, I'm good. I picked it so I go first, right? Correct. Yep. Uh, so, narrative? I'm gonna give it uh 8 out of 10. I really liked it. Sure, there's some the weird shaky stuff, but also... I, I don't know, that's part of, like, the fairy tale fableness of it that I like, you know? So that kind of... That doesn't bother me here specifically. Uh, in terms of characters, I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 because I love most of the characters and even the small ones have like, they have their purpose and their personality, like the shitty manager who's the frogman, or uh, Lynn, who we barely talked about, who's like, tries to act tough in front of them and then when him, her and Co- uh, Chihiro are alone, she's like all supportive. Uh, so for characters, 10 out of 10, yeah. Music, I'm going to give uh, 8 out of 10 because I like most of it and some of it's actually memorable. The closing's unfortunate and there's no opening, but it's really good. And then I'm just musing, missing art, right? Yeah. Okay. For art, I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10. It's nearly perfect. I love it. It's just, it's not, it's not quite a 10, but it's close. It's really close. And overall, I'm going to rate it a 9 out of 10. I really, really enjoyed this movie. Tyler, you want to go next? Uh, it should be Mason. I'm last because I pick next. Oh, you do? You pick next, yeah. Alright, Mama? Yep. Um, so, narrative, I think overall, yeah, it's pretty... I think overall it's pretty good. I have a couple issues with just the pacing of the end. I also have some issues with how they explain certain things. Like, breaking his Kohaku's curse was, like, an act of true love. But we also don't 
have any semblance of true love between the two characters like i feel i feel they care they care about each other for sure but it's not a romance plot and it's i don't it, it definitely shouldn't be it's just weird that they use the term true love to break that curse when i don't feel like there's any tr- like real i don't think there's an essence of true love here i don't know if if you guys I, I get that I'm as well. I, I I agree with you because okay. there. You, I mean, if there was any semblance from like Haku's side, maybe then yeah, maybe, but not really. Like yeah, like this isn't this isn't me wanting them to put a romance plot in this either. By the way, this is me just wondering why they chose to use that as the explanation for it. I mean, I because always thought the we're talking uh, about kids here. Obviously, I don't mm-hmm. care. This isn't. That's not what I want. I want. I just want a reasonable explanation. And like, I, you don't have to like put true love as like the reason here. And it's it's kind of it's just weird that that's the scapegoat they went with and how they don't really show that. Um. And yeah, like leading up to that, they'd only seen each other for a day, and it was just like he helped her out he kind of had ulterior motives a little bit, but not really, you know. And now she's just kind of stuck here, hoping she can eventually free her parents. It doesn't feel like they interact too much before this moment, other than when, like, he's leading her to the Boiler Man. Uh, So I'll give the narrative, like, an eight. Because I really, I like a lot of it. Um, I just have some issues with the pacing at the end. And then that explanation is really my big thing. Um, everything else I think was was great. I love I love uh, how the story progresses. Uh, how we see certain characters progress through it. It just really sucks that everything gets cut off so short. And this is my issue with movie format. Things like this. Is I don't feel like a movie has enough time to develop characters. Just you, in general... I don't feel that, like, that's just my in general feeling on movies. Obviously, Outliers, I think Redline did an excellent job at this, but I don't, I have, I have a little bit of issue with just, because they had to cut it so short here. Um, art, I, I adore this art style, really. Um, people always, like, compare it to, like, the Jap, like, they say it's, like, the Japanese Disney, but I, I think this is leagues above Disney's, uh, art style especially from that era i have uh, to agree this looks a lot better than something like this looks Black way King. fucking better than if we're talking about like yeah lion king if we're talking about something like uh like little mermaid Cinderella. i'm gonna get crucified lion king is still a great movie the animation does not hold up no i don't think i don't i don't think lion king holds holds up uh, uh. animation wise either um i think some of their movies do but yeah i don't know uh music i love the score um obviously there's no opening uh the closings just a little bit doesn't fit in my opinion um but the rest of the score i think is perfect uh so i'll give the music a nine because i i think the majority of the music is like perfection it it fits exactly where it needs to be um 
I don't know if I actually, actually, I don't think I gave art a rating. Uh, art, I'm giving a 10. I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect for the art style. I think it's great. Um, characters is what I you're think, missing. I think, they, I, I think they stretched everything they could for it, for the characters, and I think they did a great job. What did you say I was missing, Taylor? Characters. It's the last thing. Oh, okay. Uh, I think all the characters were done really well. I don't I don't have any complaints. I don't have any issues. I think they were all done extremely well. Just like like I said just the ma- major issues with just like closing up all the characters sort of arcs at the same time right at the end is like yeah, it it is exactly like like Emerald City Wizard of Oz. Like I think that's a perfect descriptor for it. Really is just Wizard of Oz solving all their problems in an instant just right at the end of the movie i think it's super weird and it's super anticlimactic kind of way of uh working things out it's it's it feels like a scapegoat um which i'm not super happy about and that's why the narrative is only an eight um and i can i'll put the characters at a nine because of that too um overall i would give this movie probably an 8.5 i think an 8.5 is fair uh for my my opinion of this movie i think it's really good i enjoyed it a lot and this is my first ghibli movie and i'm happy i'm happy i watched it all right uh so narrative i'm gonna give an eight i'm kind of reflecting all the same stuff that mason pretty much said um due to the Due to some of the weird explanation things, like uh, to to bring back your point a little bit, I always thought that the reason why she like kept on wanting um to find Haku, talk talk, save Haku is because Haku's the only one that knows what she needs to do to get her parents back, basically, and the only one helping her. So it's like it's not. I never thought it was out of love. It was just out of like that was. I'm trying too. to get fucking home, you know. Yeah. So the the fact that they brought it up was really cuz it what it's Kamaji that brings it up I think first and it was like what yeah Kamaji says that like the that entire scene Kamaji's basically saying like true love true love true love kind of thing and it's just like and what? then Granny confirms it yeah so it it, it was weird not a place but I mean everything else was pretty good like it you know other than the weird speed up at the end, I mean, it was pretty good. So yeah, eight. Um, art, I mean, like ten. It was, it was, it was good. The sceneries I thought were beautiful. Um, all the little details that they just give I didn't to give characters. Why I, I took off a point five for art? If I tell you, I think you'll be angry with me. I probably will. Probably will. It's probably some bullshit, but you know, co- Cobra Lo- It's Cobra logic. So I. <laughs> do you, do you want to know? No, I really don't. Okay. It would probably make me angry. Yeah. So um, I mean, yeah, I, I just think I'm gonna give it a ten. Um, characters, I think I'm gonna give a nine and a half. Um, I like all the characters, but for me. And I know No Face is supposed to feel out of place, 
But he just really fell out of place for the entire fucking movie. Yo, I love No Face! I, I'm not, like, he's, I'm saying he's a bad he's character, but it's like... He's definitely there for that, like, buildup of tension and the the climax at to just add to the chaos at the bathhouse during that time. Yeah, no, uh, like he makes sense. It makes sense why he's there. But for me, like it was just like majority of the movie, he just felt kind of there. In my experience as someone, this is the first time I've even seen this movie. He was like the mascot of this movie for me, for my entire life. This yes. like no face is the mascot of Spirited Away. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Seeing him as like a supporting sort of background. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it it was very like it, exact same thing. Like he is basically portrayed to as the poster child for this. And really, in most cases, from like when I associate Ghibli, no face is the first thing I think about. And he was yeah. basically to the back end. He was he was on I the back burner uh, the entire movie Totoro basically. Guy. Hmm. I think of Totoro from My Neighbor Totoro. Oh. I haven't seen it. I, I guess I guess it's whatever like, like Princess Mononoke or Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, I, I I think it's whatever like movie you're introduced to. I guess first. Like, I kind of want to pick Howl's Moving Castle at some point. Yeah, because like I can either associate it with No Face or with um uh Ponyo. Because okay. Ponyo was the first like I guess. My, actual my bit sister loves Ponyo. was because that was the first like actual like t- bit of Ghibli that I've watched but I that was a long ass time ago and I never saw the full movie so I don't fucking remember it um yeah, that movie just seems like super anti me so like that that's why I'm giving it a nine and a half I mean all the characters are still really good and really great it just I don't know that was that was really a weird dynamic when I was watching it is this your first time watching this movie? Or mm-hmm. you said that you'd seen a little bit of it? I No, this is my first time watching this movie. I've The only okay. bit of Ghibli I've I seen is a little bit one, of... Po- so, no. okay. The only little bit of a Ghibli film I've seen that I can remember has been Ponyo. We all okay. went in on this one pretty fresh. And I think we all are... It feels odd. We have a lot of complaints, but I think we're all positive overall. Like I think it's just because... Yeah, I think it's because we're looking at it with a critical eye. Whereas if we were watching this as kids and stuff, like, we'd have this massive nostalgia boner for this movie, maybe. Yeah. We probably wouldn't be as critical. But it's we're adults, though, and we do like it. Like Yeah, no, this is, I think this is great. Yeah, it, uh, and everything... But I'm allowed to be critical, too. It, it, exactly. Like, like, everything is... Like, y- you can watch everything with a critical eye, like, and still en- enjoy it. You know, we're not, we're not critics that have to look and be like, this movie is dog shit. Like... You know, like, no. I mean, it, we it, can be. I mean, we can be, but it's like... If it like, is, I'll let you know. Yeah, but it's like, no. I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time watching it, but there are complaints that, you know, we're allowed to but, have but, about it. But since we're here, I will say, this is my issue of having ratings and reviews. I mean, I've always not understood why we do it, or if we do do it, I don't know why we don't do it at the front. Because people come into this with the expectation of having seen whatever we're reviewing. So it doesn't make much sense to me that we review things, to be honest. Yeah. But y'all fought me at the start of this podcast that we have reviews at the end. Yeah. Fucking hate you. <laughs> because, no, I think it's fair that we're allowed to be here shitting on something, and then we can still give it, like, a good review at the end if, like, we have a lot of, like... I think it's fair that we talk talk it out mm-hmm. and 
see like hash out everyone's sort of opinions and then we can come together for for a review at the end you exactly know? Ca- case I, case in point changed from podcasting because now because now but... like you may we may have a conversation that completely changes your opinion on it because you realize something that you may not have realized before and i think yeah. that's it i think it's it's more fair to the show if we talk it out before we before we you know gun it, it out it, exactly two points two points first of all the only thing i'm saying is that uh, that's good for us, but for the audience, it's completely pointless. It doesn't. Well, they could skip to the end. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if they want to know the ratings, sure, then just skip to the end. Like, it, so they should. We we should get to our ratings, and they should like skip. I mean, if they just want the ratings, this could be a fucking five minute, ten minute podcast every time. Exactly. But yeah, I'm saying for them. That's if not we're a podcast. For them, we would front load it with ratings, and then we would no, like, no, they want to hear. They no. want to hear the banter and everything first. Yeah. B- b- okay. Well, and also Se- because like. Point. Our opinions can change throughout the course of us talking about it. So what? Do you want us to give a? I, so saying, what? No, no, no. Do you want us do, to give a rating wanna, at the beginning and then at the end, like no, our first impression saying. rating saying, and then, no, and then our final? You. What I'm stating is that if we were making this show for the audience, who we're saying fuck you to, we would front load it. But because, no, but we don't because we we do the reviews for us. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm I, saying that the reviews are pointless for the audience. They don't do anything for them. They, okay, well they're uh, they're at the end, so they can stop listening when we get to it, and yeah, that's uh, still better for them. <laughs> they can either stop okay. listening until they get to it, or that's like still better for them. Or like, <laughs> no. okay, they they can mark like, or they can think about what their rating is throughout the whole thing, and like, does our conversation change it? Here's where we see okay. it. Because if so, if we don't have it at all, someone would listen to this and think that we hated this fucking movie because we shat on some parts of it well we yeah we t- we talk about the critical elements of like what what our thoughts on it but they're like okay but what is your overall opinion or like what do you think about yeah, this and exactly. this and this that yeah, kind of thing I, and then it, will, then it becomes a whole nother problem i do have to say i think two shows specifically where this was exemplified by the way is a ramon i actually didn't like it as much as i did after doing the podcast with y'all on it i was a bit mid on it and i was more positive after we did the podcast yeah, because we were able to talk through a lot of key points in the show. And I, I think not as much for you, Mason, but for definitely Cameron, uh, talking about NHK improved his opinion of it greatly. Yeah, no, I already liked NHK when we went in. I just... You were you were very critical of NHK. For good reason. I just don't like Kanzagi, and I and I hate his, his whole story. Yamazaki, and I hate his story arc. That's why. Oh, well, that was I my issue with NHK. So but you'll notice uh, <laughs> our conversation did not improve my opinion of Drifters. Uh, I should pick Drifters again because it's been so long. No. It is not. No, it nope, is not. No, no, no. How many years until we can pick something again? I'm picking Dead Man Wonderland again. <laughs> Dead center. Oh, uh, well, for specifically for what Drifters, year? 20 years. Everything else, I think 10 years is good. Yeah, guys? What, what is, is there... Is, Deadman Wonderland supposed to be set in the future? <laughs> I think it's no. I don't think I it's no future. Idea. If it's set I in like think, 2030, I, I, think I think we're past the year that Deadman Wonderland actually took place in. If it's set in like 2030, we should do a review on 2030. No, I'm pretty sure it was probably like maybe 2020s. Okay. If they announce or, another OVA, we should do it. We could do the Crow an OVA. actual Deadman Wonderland theme park. <laughs> uh, yeah, there is there is a Crow OVA. Uh, there, there is. is. I think Cameron talked about in our episode. Yeah, 
That is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm done with this. Tyler, what are uh, we watching next? Uh, I'm not even done my review. This isn't finished, bro. <laughs> you're, you're giving it a nine. Let's, what are we watching uh, next? Uh, ahem. Ahem. So, characters is a nine and a half. Like music and sound is a ten. Because uh, I think the music is great. Uh, I mean, the ending, it like, the ending is the only thing that's kind of like just feels like it's there. But all the other sound is great, so I don't give enough of a shit. That that does not kill it for me. Uh, and then, what, I think I gave Art a 10 or whatever? I don't care. Anyway, I've given this, like, a 9. Okay, that was alright. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean... <laughs> that doesn't justify me being a prick, but I just want exactly. everyone to know that I was right. <clears throat> so anyway, um... Unfor- he was right and a prick. Exactly. It's possible. It, I can't make that joke. I can't make that joke. We're gonna put this up. Um, listen to. Right. So, so anyway, uh, unfortunately for Cobra, because he is gonna give the show a one, because I'm picking it after oh. Macho Man Randy Savage died. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are gonna watch Inspector. Oh yay! Okay. okay. Well, I was I was thinking cool. we picked that for October. Um. Well, by the time that this comes out. It's gonna be yeah, that's in October. Point. That's a good point. It um, might release, in, oh, it might release in fucking November. Um. So. Oh wait, September. Wait, wait, wait. I can actually make this work. Give me a second. Uh, October's after September. Yeah, yeah. I can do that if you want. Well, because I mean, what the wait next one? The next one's releasing no, on the first. Uh, the next one's releasing uh, on the first, isn't it? Then you got yes, the, the fifth. Then the next one after that is releasing on the fifteenth. It would. No, it's, I think it's just. I think he's releasing them on the first every month now. I Just thought about it month. if our pace was... We can take a little more... T- I'll, I'll make this in October. I'll release Inspector in October. I mean, you could... I mean, even then, if you release it November 1st, that's still the day after. Like... I'll hold it. No, no, no. I'll hold it. We'll do it in... We'll release it in October. I'll hold this one for Inspector. Oh, that's gonna be weird. No, it'll be fine. We'll have a buffer. I want a bu- I like having a buffer anyway. Alright. Okay. I'm excited for this. Oh, I mean, it's gonna be weird because, like, they're gonna be off... Because I'm no, saying no. we're watching. Okay. I'll cut this. They don't get the no thanks. Okay. I won't cut this. Have a wonderful time. Goodbye, everyone. All right. Bye. Nice and say goodbye. Bye.